covers the Chiefs. With that, time yours. You're in that place where you're in the playoffs. He covers the Royals. Blair, over there in the middle, on the left. Salvador, just uh, take us through your emotions. He covers college sports. But one great thing about the conference tournament, where I think it gives teams hope. And every now and then, he likes a good laugh. Make them laugh, make them laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? He's Blair Kirkhoff of the Kansas City Star on the program. Second half of the program begins right now. We talk some college athletics, the best in the business. Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star is with us, our college insider, brought to you by the best in the business, Art and Frame Warehouse. Find them online at framekc.com. See them in person right now, uh, if you'd like. Uh, if you want to go to uh, 92nd and Metcalf, basically the southwest corner of 91st and Metcalf, you can uh, talk to Michael and his great staff. Uh, it is the only place I go with my sports memorabilia, whether it's the uh, the jerseys. They are immaculate. They are perfect in how they do the jerseys. Ask him about the museum glass. That cuts down on the glare. The UV protection that protects your sports memorabilia or anything else you want to have framed. They've been doing it for more than 20 years. They specialize in sports memorabilia. Mention 810. Save even more. They offer the best customer service. Getting gallery quality at warehouse prices. Uh, You can check out samples of their work at framekc.com framekc.com for the best in framing. Trust Art and Frame Warehouse online at frame KC.com. Mr. Kirkhoff, sir, how are you? Well, I'm much better since I've had this chocolate cupcake. Shovel it in, Blair. So Todd's not eating cupcakes anymore? Is that the deal? Is no, Todd it? ate cupcakes. Oh, no, maybe Todd didn't. Curtis did. Curtis yeah, they, eats some like, cereal. They were Throws them in Todd. a bowl and with a spoon. And <laughs> There were four Todd, but Todd's been giving them away because... Because well, I don't know. Today is Todd's birthday. I forgot to say happy birthday while he was in is that, here. I think I was like, Today well, is Todd's birthday. Okay, happy birthday, oh, Todd. Happy, happy yeah. birthday, Lebo. I'm not Absolutely. friends with him on Facebook, and that's the only way I know somebody's birthday. So. Well, he doesn't have any friends on Facebook, does yeah. he? He doesn't have any friends. I think that's where it is. He has associates. People like Lawyer Lance know him. Since I live in the same neighborhood as Lawyer Lance, yeah. I know that friend would be a word he would consider to be too strong. Yeah, you want to know this, Blair. Journalists don't have friends. They have sources. That's right. And and Todd's an excellent one. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Same goes for shock jocks. (laughs) Shock jock Todd Lebo having a shock jock birthday. Shock jock. Yeah, we were all a little shocked when we heard that uh, last season, I believe. Mm -hmm. Big old fat shock jock. Todd Lebo. Not as big as he used to be because he doesn't eat the cupcakes. He hands them out. That's right. Make sure everybody else is. He actually pointed a gun at me and said, eat this cupcake or die. (laughs) So I ate it. I was like, all right. I mean, if it's it's that, that's my What's impressive is when he makes his big bowl of cupcakes and goes at it with the giant spoon, he doesn't even put milk on them. Just Just raw cupcakes. One after the other. He saw Jethro Bodine eating cereal, and he's like, oh, my God, I could do that with cupcakes. Mm. Yeah. You need the big bowl for that. You need the mixing bowl. Oh, tall walls are important on the cereals. You can really pile it in there. Yeah, so good. Love it. Love it. That's right. I have no use for some shallow cereal bowl. Stop it. I think most people make a roast in the bowl that you use for Mm -hmm. cereal, don't Mm -hmm. they? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, with a short one, you'd need four or five bowls. I usually, what I'll do is I'll wait till he gets done eating his salad. <laughs> and then I'll use... Clean that bowl out. And then I'll clear that out, and then I'll fill it halfway with my cereal. And that usually fills me up for the Again, day. Again, keyword Blair being salad. Yes. <laughs> salad. Five pieces of lettuce, three pounds of cheese. <laughs> Swimming. Swimming. In a pool of ranch. And some ranch. It's a salad, isn't it? But I threw a couple of cherry tomatoes on there. I sure did. I love the cherry tomatoes. Yes. The hen house uh, salad bar is fantastic. So does the salad it's cabbage? Dressing, does it offset the nutrients in the vegetables? I don't think it's no. Right. It just no. 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 It's the like nutrients add, they go down that much the, better. You get credit for the nutrients. They just right? go. Yes. They go down that much That's better. Right. Yep. All the nutrients they get Thank into you, your Claire. system quicker. Yeah. There you go. Slide for right maximum maximum uh, efficiency. Viscosity. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Blair, is there a record, before we spend all day talking about Curtis, um, is there a record that the Mizzou Tigers can have this year in basketball that will leave the possibility of changing head coaches? That's a good question. Um, I... I I want to say no, but but O and the other side of O would not look good. Uh, what is it? Eighteen games. Mm-hmm. Eighteen, yeah. Plays? And uh, that that would um, would be that that would be the worst, right? In school history, they they would yes. ne- not have played this many games. Yeah, so this, this is the fourth time this in their history they've gone. They've been O and eight to start. Um, um, oh, it's tough. I, I don't. I haven't looked at what's coming up to see where the you know the, the the best chances for a W, or I, I thought when Arkansas came in this week that would be an, an opportunity there. And well, they're home for Vandy on, or they're at Vandy on Saturday, but decent shot. They're yeah, zero and seven. Right, so. right. Someone's going to lose that one, and whoo. Well, then they're halfway home. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and look, this was a team that actually had a couple of wins in the non-con. That you know you thought okay. Um, <laughs> you, you thought okay, they won't go winless <laughs> in the SEC. But yeah, they they played they fought pretty well at Allen Fieldhouse yes, led early yes. and seemed and to kind single, of hold their poise and lost by single digits. I man, think, it has been it has been, has been nothing since then. He's, he's tried a lot of things, uh, different lineups, different styles. You know, they scored a bunch of points uh, the other night and uh, and they've they've gone you know longer possession type of games, mm-hmm. um, different scores. I, I didn't I had no clue it was going to be like this for them this year. I we know what they lost. But um, I, I thought in, in East and Honor and, um, and Noah Carter, they had enough coming back to form a nucleus. And then you know, some of the newcomers would, um, would, would be able to, you know, get, make, keep them competitive. But that's just not, has not been the case. No. So it's a roundabout way of trying to address the question. I, I don't know if 0-18 gets them fired. I, I don't think it does. I don't you don't think, think it, it does. I don't think it happens. But if it does, what, what do you what are you feeling like the final record's going to be? Well, not O and. Well, let's just say it's three and fifteen or four and fourteen in the in the league. So that that would be terrible, right? Um, they would be thir- the thirteen of the well, yeah, the thirteen of the fourteenth seed, and back where they were in the Kim Anderson days that we thought they had escaped for. Mm-hmm. Or hope they had escaped for for um, forever, and uh, but no, this 
quite a quite a fall to go from a four seed to a thirteen or a fourteen. And Anderson was three and fifteen each of his first two years, and they brought him back for year three. It's a different regime, right. but yep. for him to go two and sixteen in his final year, at least he has one good season to build on. So, which one is the real? You know, is that, the real that's right. Venice Gates? Yeah, that's right. And, and you have to hope the you know the the class he's bringing in plus whatever transfers come into this program will will solve this but he's whatever goodwill he well, built up from last year i think you lose it with the season like this and it's almost as if you're you know you're kind of back like in a prove it year next yes, year yes yeah. yes and, and without the well it's his first year benefit of the doubt at the end of the first That's year right. yeah. well, you know it's funny we were mentioning is it easier to get things started and then more difficult that second year because you don't you don't have as many he'll have some jobs i mean if that actually is a plus i mean trying to go into the portal hey guys i mean have some jobs well, we, we discussed how have some minutes you mean yeah yeah, yeah okay. so i mean i mean hey hey guy got well, some jobs like come, assistant coaches no, no just come, <laughs> come might, on in and play might have those we'll too. fire everybody <laughs> else it's their fault it's a hat like it might be more difficult to easier to start because you've got plenty of openings and once you get going teams guys don't want to go there because you seemingly like are kind of set going to have some openings in that roster i would guess um from, at least from the veterans coming back next year he should be able to but how do you how do you go out and sell to a a, a decent player in the portal, you know, coming off a three and fifteen or four and fourteen conference year. You know, uh, that's, that's pretty. Yeah, I mean, four tough. and six down the stretch puts him, at, puts him at four and six, which ain't bad. Right, right. Puts him at four and fourteen on the year. The, the person who hired him is there, right? Desiree mm-hmm. Reed Francois. Yeah, this isn't an inherited hire, right? And um, and she she you know fired Conzo Martin, who she really liked, and. Had it, had her son walk on the program under and play under Conzo, so there was a. I know she she really liked him, but wasn't afraid to make the move. Uh, yeah. And Conzo had been to a couple of NCAA tournaments, so it's it's it really is an unexpected turn of events. I just I just got a text from a Mizzou fan that said same conversation we had last year about Eli. Eli was not over. No, I, let's, no. let's he, be clear. Listen, we thought he was underachieving based yes. one loss, yeah. but not. Ofer. Ofer is different. The problem was that with Eli was that was that he basically was treading the same water that Barry Odom had been treading. He was right around the midway point, and three years in, he had done he had improved not one bit, but he was never like this. Yeah, this is like they are, and they they just got blown out by a team that had only one conference win. Yeah, yeah, and don't let the final score, don't let ninety one eighty four fool you. That was a sixteen point game inside the two minute mark. Yeah, I guess I guess it, they did make it seven when it was all said and done. Yeah. So, uh, but, but, they, but they was, it was twenty three. It was twenty. Yeah, it was, they were being almost bombed the when, I, when I gave up on it. Yeah. They were just being crushed. And it was sixteen, like the one fifty. It was fourteen with with less than a minute left. That was that was those points at the end were all fraudulent to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I think the, and, and there's no Naquan Tomlin, like Jerome yeah. Tang's having some struggles right now, mm-hmm. which we will get to here in a second, but. You know, and you'd be like, well, he was planning on Tomlin. He was sitting on the bench to start the year. His best player. This is what this the plan is on the floor. Yeah, that's right. right. And it's it's not going well. And so, and Curtis brought it up this week. You know, he he rattled off a thing that the things they needed to do in the game, and it it was like twenty things. Like it's a little late. Like the the seven five kid is awful. Fan ever. Yeah. Yeah, he's the worst. The worst seven five rim protector well, I, I've ever seen. Uh, he has no, uh, in, not intuition. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
Well, he kind uh, of that natural. There's a word that's like intuition. I can't think of what it is. Right well, now, the, the Majak isn't doing anything either. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like he—they're the most impressive-looking team getting off the bus. They got like a dozen seven-footers there, <laughs> and none of them can play. So it's like, okay, so you're taking up all these roster spots, or you're getting NIL money. You're, you know, why? Like, what? What was like? I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to figure out what the vision was for the team. There are times you're like, okay, they're not winning, but it's like, okay, I see what they were trying to do. What are they? I, what was this? Well, I, th- I thought going in to the year with, with because Sh- Sean East and, and Nick Honor were back that you could you've, you've got two point guards and you can build around a couple of point guards and um, we've seen other teams do it and, and it can be successful. Noah Carter was there, you know, was there um, uh, for and and then you, you had to you know you had to replace you, the, the, one of the best players in the SEC last year and Kobe. Um, but well, that's what's so damning, is that wasn't his guy. Oh, I know. Now no, he kept was, him there. Yeah, yeah. And he kept nice Aiden day. Shaw there. And listen, he kept him there, and I thought improved his game last year. He was terrific. Uh, well, that, that's my question. Yeah. Who's getting better now? And, and I, I forgot someone. Someone reminded me. Actually, Sean East is not a great, but he was seven points a game as a back as a bench guy right. last year, and he's sixteen a game. Yeah, well, somebody started. What are somebody's fifty percent from the field, forty percent from three. Um, well, uh, let me look. So he's, he, he, he has actually gotten better. But he's a senior. You know, Nick, he, Nick Honor's the one he should that, be good. Nick Honor's the one that really has yeah. seemed to have taken a step back. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't have any kind of faith in his shot. And you know, they, they were yeah, on, on to, the, to, to Blair's point, I mean, so last year he took uh, – now this is county category, so we don't have – he took 214 shots the whole year. He's already at 239. You're talking about Sean East? Yeah. 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 So just the quantity of shots – yeah. With, you know, 214 divided by 35, and I'll figure it out. I mean, but he's like 53% from the field and 46 from three. I mean, he's, 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 he's at, at 16 a game. 52 from the field. Yeah. 464 from three. Yeah. I mean, the, the numbers are better. Yeah, so he's, he, he has gotten better on, on all on, a, on those it, stats, that's, too. But, it's a fair point. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm but, not but arguing he, but, but other guys, I mean, like you mentioned Nick Honor. I mean, that's I, I said earlier this year, this is before Tamar Bates started playing well. I said, you, when those are two, when Nick Honor and Sean East are your two best players, you're not going to win games like an Allen Fieldhouse. And Tamar Bates has finally come around, but yeah. nobody else, nobody else from the group. Caleb Grill has not been who, who they um, thought, and he's hurt now. He's been hurt for a while. He's up five shots a game. From six point yeah. one to eleven point three, mm-hmm. so that's largely where yeah he's just playing he's playing more and yeah. More. So if we go by the points per game, he's he's doubled his shots per game, and he's taken his scoring. He's just basically doubled the scoring. Yeah. So is he? Is he? I mean, I, I think he yeah, is it, better, it, it's, but it's hard, it's, hard, it's hard to double your scoring just by shooting shooting twice as much. I mean, you did. You, it's actually not. It's it actually the best way to do it. Well, he he didn't start know, last sometimes. Year. I mean, if, if you're Shooting percentage is pretty good because you only take certain shots, and you have to shoot twice as much. You may not always get the, the same yes, number. Yes, if all the people shots. around you are the same, but if all the other scores are gone, that's and now true. you're the first option, yeah. and all the plays are run with you being the first option, I'm yeah, not saying that's, that's, that's what's that's going fair. on here, but just in the, in the theory of it all, right? Um, yeah, uh, you know, but yeah, it, it looks rough. And so, what what did you say you were they feeling don't at the end? Defend at all. No, no, that's they didn't last year, and they would just shoot their way and past it. And this year, they they don't shoot forty to ten at one point in points in the paint, and one I think it ended up fifty six thirty. But at one point, they were getting it was four to one right. points in the paint, and, and of course, that's 
you know, when you're, when you're not playing good offense, you at least can show good effort on defense. And I haven't, I haven't seen much of that. Uh, like they a lamp have, drill last night. They have Vanderbilt, A&M, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. And the next three, take Ole Miss out of there because they're at five and three. But the next three, Vanderbilt, 0-7, A&M, 3-4, Mississippi State, 3-5 and five in the league. Yeah. What do they do in the next three? Well, if they go 0-3, because then it's at Ole Miss, Tennessee, at Arkansas, at Florida, Ole Miss back at their place, Auburn at LSU. LSU is three and four. That that right there. Uh, let, me, let me double check. Yep. A- after these next three, the at Arkansas because they're obviously below, and at Ole Miss are the only two below five hundred. Yeah, they they won't be unless they're projected to win Saturday on analytics. They won't be projected to win a conference game. Um, I can answer that question for you right now. I'd like to see that or know that. Uh, let's see. Well, now I got to find what number are they, Curtis and Ken Palm? Um, scrolling, scrolling, yeah. scrolling. <laughs> I had a bookmark, but I wasn't. But they log you out every time on Ken Palm. Mm. It's a hundred. It was a hundred and nine or something coming uh, into the week. One sixteen right now, okay. Missouri. Yeah, one sixteen. So I, I, I did log in. <laughs> Just the computer crap. Uh, okay. Waiting, waiting. <laughs> uh, my thing expired. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. Hold on. Watch how fast I'll take my money, though. <laughs> Sob. There is an arm coming out of your laptop oh. here, oh, yeah. and it's, it's in your back. Yeah, pocket. That, that just punched me in the nuts. Uh, hang on, you got to agree. I agree to your policies, whatever they are. Um, Gonna watch a man lose twenty two bucks <laughs> while talking on the radio, <laughs> submitting. Okay, well maybe not. Yeah, b- based on just the the, the um, sports <laughs> references simple rating system, the only they've got three opponents left that have a number under ten, and unfortunately, all three of them are on the road, and one of them just clocked them. Um, by 20 most of the night last night. That's Arkansas. LSU is the other one that's below 10. Everyone else is 10 or more. So not going to be easy. So fair to say ahead of schedule a year ago, mm-hmm. behind schedule this year, and on alert for year for year three yes. you know, with, with the program. Um, yes, to say the very Now, where, how, where do you think K-State is going to end up? Boy, what... what Mixed kind of mixed signals that we get. Has from he that. had a rough eight days? Oh my gosh, that that's been really rough. Okay, by the way, I now have it. I've now been had twenty two hundred out of my wallet. Yep. Seventy to sixty nine winners at Vandy. They're projected. Ah, uh, yeah. Here we go. Then after that, losses by three, five, eight, twelve, four, twelve, two, eleven, and six. They're projected to go, and but now they do say like th- that's the projected outcomes. The projected final record is now eleven and twenty and three and fifteen in the league. Mm-hmm. There you go. So there you have it. All right, now back to Jerome Tank. Yeah, yeah, boy, to, to lose at home as badly as they did to Oklahoma, I didn't sure didn't see that coming. And it's not just the the scores; it's everything around. Yeah, it. yeah, the, the just bad, just just a bad week, week and a half for for the Wildcats. Um. 
Curtis was more, it's just a bad week. I'm more like, I think the win over Baylor's the fluke. Might be. You know, I, I think you can make a case for the, the way what we've seen. You know, what we've seen. I, I don't know. Listen, nobody's going to go into Houston and look good. They're just No, I, I don't mind that. It's when you come home, are a two-and-a-half-point favorite against an OU team. That's yeah. good. Make Very no mistake about good. it. Ranked, yeah. But, like, that's the one where, you know, we said coming in, look, uh, Iowa State, at Iowa State, at Houston, home for Oklahoma is a tough stretch. Three ranked teams. you got to get one. you got to get one, and it's probably not going to be Houston. They played hard for – or played close and hard. Played hard maybe for 40, but played close to Iowa State for – no. 38? Yeah, yeah. Until it's the through, last two through minutes. the last TV timeout. Yeah, yeah like about the last two minutes is when it they got could, away from them. They could never get ahead, but they tied him a few times. And it, but at the end of the day, it is an 11-point loss. It's a double-digit loss because the score does matter. But I'm with you. For 38 minutes, they were right there mm-hmm. with them. Now they got Oklahoma State, but now they're <laughs> 15 Kansas by Ken Palm, 15 Kansas, 9 BYU, 22 TCU, 35 Texas, 9 BYU. And, and what's K-State? Uh, K State is uh, currently seventy-two. Oof. Then they've got one thirty-two West Virginia, followed by thirty-two Cincy, fifteen Kansas, thirteen Iowa State. Oh man, that's 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 life in the Big Twelve for sure. But it, yeah, that's it's it smells to me a little step backish. Eh, maybe six and twelve. Yeah. How many? They're four and four. How many more wins do you see on there? Oklahoma State and West Virginia, that's for, two. For sure. Yeah, those two for sure. And they only play But I almost feel like they're gonna they're gonna botch one of those. But then they might get somebody too. Uh, all right, that's still two. So that would that would be a six and twelve finish. Six and twelve doesn't get you in the NCAA, no matter no. how good the, the big twelve no. is. No. So because it would be it would bring you home at sixteen and fifteen. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I feel better about K State, but to Curtis's point, it's been a tough go because you start with the Tomlin, whatever incident happened. Yep. Then you start with the drama of him sitting there. Then you start with being sideways, according to reputable people who cover this team, that he's sideways, or at least vastly difference of opinion with the president of the university. Now he's sitting there. Why didn't – who was the kid who didn't play? Um, uh, uh, Will, McNair, uh, Will McNair. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't with us tonight. Yeah, he wasn't ready to go, and that's my fault. Well, that's a that's a card you can play. And he said, but it, it won't happen again. I hope not, because like if it's just a card you're playing, you can only play that once, <laughs> or then everyone's like, you yourself are telling us you yeah. can't get them ready. Yeah. So like, and, you can do that once, and you're the guy like, oh, you know, the guy's honest. He's, but you do it again. Now it's a theme that you have recognized, and you can't fix. He's had two press conferences this week in front of reporters, and he has had to begin. He's begun both of them with apologies. Yeah, with apolo- he apologized yeah. to the fans for what happened the other night, and then in his weekly press conference, he apologized for Offici- jumping on the officials yeah, in the post game on again, at Houston, calling out one by name, which is what he. And meanwhile, and, and, meanwhile, and Ames, a coach T.J. Otzelberger is saying yeah. that he's a liar or saying that he's, he's complaining about things that are absolutely not yeah. true. Someone from your staff was, you know, cursing at our. One of our, our managers yeah. under the basket. Yeah, a lot of outside noise going on. At, um, Which to me happens when you're frustrated and you know you can't control what you want to control. Yeah, or, you know, sometimes stuff like this, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting it's the case here, but sometimes things like this happen when you're mad at your team and you're, you're mad at players. But, you know, you, you argue about officiating. You take it out on officials. You take it out on other factors. Um but I, I don't know if that's the case. But there's something, there's something, 
some kind of disconnect up there right now. And I, I don't know, um, again, because of the results that we saw last year from Kansas State and that magical run they made in the tournament, it was almost like, oh, this guy can do no wrong. You know, he's, he's starting with the press conference, the introductory press conference that he had, all the way through to the Elite Eight run and almost to the Final Four. Uh, this year got off to a pretty, you know, the, the Tomlin thing was was misfortunate, um, but got off to a decent start and nice pl- open in, in Big Twelve play, and then you know things have, it's almost like the wheels have started to come off a little bit up there, and um, and now we'll see we'll, we'll see it's not Missouri certainly not at that level but we'll see what kind of resolve Kansas State has and we'll see what kind of leadership on the team it does, we don't have, you know we're talking about the coach and he's ultimately responsible but. Players have to take some responsibility here too, and let's see what kind of leadership this team has. You know, let's see what kind of point guard that uh, Perry is, and and uh, he's a good player, really nice player. Cam Carter's having a great season for them. They're getting some good some good individual efforts. Now we need to see what kind of leadership qualities that this team has. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Blair Kirkhoff is with us. He's brought to you by our friends at Art and Frame Warehouse. FrameKC.com is where you can find their great work online. See them in person at 9112 Metcalf. That's basically 92nd at Metcalf. Uh, your sports memorabilia, if you want it displayed beautifully, perfectly, and have it come with a lifetime warranty, that's Art and Frame Warehouse. Michael and the staff are out of this world. Mention 810. Save even more at uh, Art and Frame Warehouse. FrameKC.com. All right, the good sense. End of the hour answer. Who was the first quarterback to win a Super Bowl wearing a single-digit uniform number? Oh. You know the uniform. They were 0-3 before he finally won. Yeah, because everybody was 12 and mm-hmm. 10. 12 and 10. 12 for 15, sure. 15, 16. Smart Star. Yeah, 16 for Lenny. That's uh, the furthest one I can remember back. What was... uh? What was Plunkett? 16. 16. Um, that's the first one I can remember. Jim McMahon was nine. He was the second one to win, but ended with a single digit. Uh, Theisman oh, yeah. was seven. Nine. Joe Theisman. Yeah, Theisman. There we go. Joe Theisman in Super Bowl Nailed 17. Uh, the first, the three before him, uh, Ron Jaworski in Super Bowl 15. Craig Morton in Super Bowl 12. They both wore number seven. And Daryl LaMonica, who wore number three in Super Bowl two. So the single digit. Yeah. Uh, by the way, am I the only one that's sad that I would rather Mahomes wear five than 15? Mm-hmm. I like five. I like quarterback numbers that are single numbers. And why doesn't he wear five? Well, because when he got here. Yes, there's a story to it. The five was the punter. or it was, I think it was Cairo Santos. Cairo Santos. And then when he left town, it's like, okay, give, take five. Right. But then he'd already won an MVP. Right. <laughs> it's like, I'm not right. changing now. Right. He's made, he's made 15 kind of iconic, but it did look kind of funky. Maybe he'll retire while. and try to play baseball, then come back in a couple of years and wear five <laughs> after that. Well, he's that kind of ruthless winner. He'll wear 45. <laughs> yes, he is. I mean, you know, there's a, ESPN had a story about how ba- basketball was his first love. And they showed him playing high school basketball to Steph Curry. Did you see that? No, no, I did not. And uh, he's like, what do you think? And he liked him kind of dribbling around and passing. He's like, ooh, that shot. Ooh. <laughs> well, I was like, well, it went in. I mean, it goes in. Of course yeah. it went in, man. Of course it goes in. Uh, yeah, he saw the shot like, ew. I, I, I'm pretty sure he ended up in the right sport. Yeah, pretty sure. I think he, I think he's going to be okay in this. But yeah. I'm glad that he has at least uh, the, the baseball uh, background that he can – 
reach out and scoop up those ground balls he occasionally that, gets from that his he's getting center. from Creed Humphrey. He had one last week, five times a game. He had one last week. Was a great shot from behind the quarterback, and you kill him. So he just kind of it was almost like he went whoo, scoop up like a shortstop. The ball bounced just perfectly into his hand. You know, but you, it, it helps that he has that background. You, I guess you almost understand one of those a game, but there there must have been four or five of them. Yeah, that was the worst in, game I've seen Baltimore. him ever have. Yeah. I was. In that. This just occurred to me that Seren, at some point yesterday, you were talking about how much it would benefit Mahomes, and you brought it up a few times, but you were really talking about yesterday too, of quick little straight out of the snap hits, just quick hits, quick hits. A lot like Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron Rodgers kind of developed that at some point after they won their Super Bowl. They might not put those in there because they've had so much trouble. He How doesn't have you? time to yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, they've had some plays that you know he has to go down and get it, and then get 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 himself back up, then get his eyes down the field, and the play's lost. He's already running for his life because guys aren't pass rushing and protecting lanes. They're coming at him because they see the ball on the ground, and he ends up just having to scramble outside the tackle box and throw it out of bounds. It's completely wasted down. It's I tell you what, it's made me wonder. I, I don't. I don't think you could do it for the Super Bowl, but for next season, I think there are other candidates on this team right now that can snap the ball. Nick Allegretti is one of them, and did it in you know uh, week eighteen. Uh, did Joe Tooney even snap? Didn't he play a little center with the Patriots? I think he did. I think that's right. I think that's what Pro Football Reference will tell you. Um, and, and move uh, Creed to guard. Yeah, uh, he's a tr- Creed is a tremendous player. I'm not yep. down on his blocking. I mean, he's great. And well, you can't and that's ha- the thing. If he really calls a great game as far as the blocking combinations up front, then you want him at center. You want him to be able to do that. But if he can't get the ball consistently in the quarterback's hands, job number one. And as we know, the margin for error on everything for the Chiefs is down with the price of the quarterback. Like, you, you can't, like, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to keep Tyree Kill for even the second contract. They let him go for the third. But even the second contract now, if some guy looks like he's going to be the highest paid in his position, you're probably going to need to trade him Moving on. for picks and move on. That means you need to get the things that are just a matter of repetition right. Like, let's get the plays in on time. No wasting timeouts because we haven't got the plays in. Right? Get those in. Let's get the snaps correct. Let's line up correct. Let's have 11 guys on the field. Like, all the BS sloppy crap that they had. And, by the way, it didn't end weeks ago because they only had 10 guys on the field against Buffalo for the onside, for the fake punt. All that stuff has to get cleaned up. Yeah. or Because he goes up $20 million in cap hit next year. Twenty. Is that all? Yeah. That's not that much, really. I think it's... Doesn't he go from, like, 36 to 58? You might be right. I'm coming off the top of my head here, off what I remember looking at, but so that then that's part of the reason why everyone's like, well, they've got, like, $40 million under the cap. Do I... Do, every time that happens, I'm like, do you listen to the show? <laughs> Donovan Smith... I even know I can even go from, like, the offense over. First of all, everybody wants a bunch of new wideouts. They're not factored into that. Donovan Smith... Left tackle, you need a left tackle. Then you need yeah. Chris Jones, Derek Noddy, Mike Dana, Drew Tranquil, Willie Gay, Legarius Sneed, yeah. Mike Edwards. 37-1 to 57-3. Okay. 20.2, not 22. But all of them, all the guys you just mentioned. Yeah, all those are only- not counting. Somebody's got to put Now, Brian Cook will come back, oh, presumably, yeah. and play for Mike Edwards. And, mm-hmm. okay, there's one. But you, know, you got three defensive linemen, one of which is Chris Jones, that you're going to have to replace. Two linebackers. 
right? And I think they'll probably make a run at signing one of those two guys. But both of them have played to where they're going to get a big raise. Yes, they are. They're, they're going to be playing. They deserve it. Yep. Yeah, they're going to be playing for a lot more money than they're making right now. So even if you bring one of them back, that eats into it. Nick Bolton is due up after next year. Creed Humphrey's due up after next year. Trey Smith's due up after next year. You know. And a receiver who can catch the damn ball. <laughs> That'd be nice. And by the way, how about a second tight end that can actually play some tight end? <laughs> not just, you know, come in and play the slot yeah, receiver when Kelsey's not in there. Yeah. A large yeah. slot receiver yep. with an eight on his jersey. You know? Yep. It's um there's a there's a lot to do in this offseason. But uh yeah, when you hear Patrick Mahomes is particularly comedic today. He was he was getting went for quite a while, about yeah. fifteen minutes. Oh, well, because was... the NFL's running the show now. <laughs> And saying, no, no, no. Let him talk. They're going to talk for a little yeah, bit. I thought he was really good. He had, a, he, he had a brick wall behind him and a stool and well, a glass. And... Who's that person over to the left? Is that the NFL rep over there to the left? No, no, no. no. Okay. No. no. They're they're pulling the streams from behind? Yes, you're right. Okay. Yes. Behind the curtain. I thought I, I thought his um, – I forgot who – it may have been Todd who, who asked about uh, um, how he – how he handled the one Super Bowl he hadn't played in the last five years. Yeah, um, you know, he just basically was invited to a friend's house. Couldn't couldn't do it. Couldn't go. Just he and his he and Brittany had the Bengals Rams game on, and he watched some of it. Just it just ate him up oh, that he I'm wasn't sure. in it. That's who he is. You know, he wasn't in a Super Bowl for the first for the only time in the last five years that it killed him. <laughs> yeah. one of uh, one of one. That's 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 Kansas that's City's quarterback. Do you think he's the best of all time? How would you describe it? I think here's what I you're familiar with Bill James, the mm-hmm. baseball analyst. He does peak value and career value in baseball. In base for yeah. baseball players, I think in terms of peak value, he's the greatest of all time. Nobody's had a better five. No or six one's ever years. been more valuable for the, a team than he yeah. is than his, for, right. for the five or six years. He's, he's not the greatest career value yet. Right, but he doesn't have to have a career as long as Tom Brady to be better. I think, in in the end, better than Tom Brady. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. I think it's a good measurement to really definitively grab the you know to to have the majority of people say, yeah, he's the best ever. He needs some more championships. This one would go a long way. He would equal back to backs. He would have. Three, just as he would be at the same spot Brady is, but with an extra Super Bowl appearance right. mm-hmm. at the same point in his career and at a younger age. More more playoff victories. More playoff victories, more wins. Yeah. Yep. And, and if you dig just a little, an inch deeper, a larger factor in those wins than, than Brady was. Oh, for this? For those first three. And certainly this year, this postseason run will, I mean, it stand alone. I told somebody recently that until this year, until they started, they had their Kareen after the 6-1 and one start, that as long as he was the quarterback, I believe the Chiefs were going to win every game that they played. You know, I don't care what the odds said. I just thought the Chiefs were the better team and they will win the game. They didn't win them all, but I thought they would. And then they hit the rough patch this year. Three and five. Yes, and I didn't feel that way about the Chiefs. I certainly didn't feel that way in the playoffs, especially last weekend in Baltimore. And that was, you know, for him to go out and do what he did in the first two series, um, and he and Kelsey, that, you know, that to me is was, was just another 
another reason to believe that he will end up being the greatest of all time. To have the postseason he had a year ago where he gets hurt in the first half yeah. of the first game, yeah. he limps around, and he wins the way he won, to then say, oh, yeah, <laughs> what do you see next year? I'm going to go on the road twice and win. After we've had a year in which everything goes wrong in our passing attack, we're going to correct things right at the end. We're going to win at Buffalo. We're going to win at Baltimore. We're going to win it back-to-back. If he had said that at the end of the year, you would have thought, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. But they're a win away from doing it. But if he had said that on Christmas Day after that <laughs> Right. You know. Which is interesting because that, you know, seems to be the launching point yeah, for it. Set, but you set, set every, the wheels in motion yeah. for what we're seeing now. Sometimes you have to be in that spot, I think, force yourself to make things, make changes you may not want to make, I guess. But Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's been a privilege uh, to watch. Yeah. That's how I put it. I also go back to the quarterback series on Netflix last, the one we all saw that last spring. And I, I you know, we all heard, of course he works hard, right? Yeah. And he goes down in the summer and throws to the receivers and you know seems to do extra things, but to see him with the working the workout period that he that he had with with Bobby Stroop and um, to, to just see all the things that he does to prepare, yeah, that, he, he's a special cat. And, and you know what he said, the the shot he took at the legs where he kind of spun around yeah, and bent, yeah. and he's like, well, and and Stroop had sent out. Uh, the workouts they do That's for right. that kind of thing. And today he's like, yeah, I always complain about those. <laughs> and he always says, no, this is why he goes. I, somebody goes, oh, you know, he sent this out to show everybody what they do. He's like, yeah, I think he sent that out for me That's because right. I always complain about it. And now I'm sure it's going to be a core part of the workout that we do every <laughs> single time. Right. You know, I mean, just, you know, his, he should be on Saturday Night Live. He, I think he would. I think he'd do great. Well, I think he'd be the next one. I think he'll be the next one to do it. Um, I think if they win the Super Bowl, he'll be the host. Kelsey and Taylor Swift will have some role in it. Yeah. But Mahomes will be the host. He, he could or do Reed. it. Or Reed. Reed will be there. Yeah. I can see him be the host. Or, or, or the woman who plays host. him. Yeah, he be the host. Come out and just... <laughs> Like I, I they, they should they should call us and be like, you got any uh, skit ideas? Oh yeah, let's do the press conference. We'll do you know goofy questions. Yeah. You know, bring the official back. Let 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 Mahomes and Kelsey ask the officials questions and what they're like, doing. And you know, yeah, all that kind of stuff would be fantastic. Uh, but I think he's got the comedic timing and. You know, he knows. You can see he's got the smile breaking. Yeah. He knows what he's saying is about to be funny. Yeah, and when he when he's doing it, he knows what knows when, comedy knows when is. The pause knows. What, Kelsey's got it down. I mean, Kelsey's Natural. brilliant at it. But Mahomes is very good at it. And I was talking to somebody about this earlier this week that um, there's a. I think there's just a, a, a great progression in Mahomes from his earliest commercials to what we're seeing now. He was stiff. You know, just basically all he could do is stand and talk. Um, uh, and but I, I think he's uh, he, he's really the uh, State Farm. Although the, the stuff he does now, I think is really yeah, good. Agreed. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's take a break. More with Blair Kirkhoff. We'll get into the fact that the Kansas Jayhawks will play in SEC country, and how much Mizzou is delighting in that fact that they make the right choice about where they're going to play their games. Also, a head coach for a Power Five team said, "I'm out. I'm going to go be an assistant coach in the NFL." We'll talk about that next with Blair Kirkhoff. 
It's the program on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Blair Kirkhoff proudly brought to you by our friends uh, at Art and Frame Warehouse. FrameKC.com to uh, check out their great work. If you've got any sports memorabilia and you need it displayed, we got, uh, you know, you know birthdays, uh, Father's Days. Got uh, the Chiefs making another historic run. If you're going to grab the Kansas City Star and you want it framed or you got an autographed photo, nobody will do that better. That's where I take all my jerseys. Uh, they're the best. They buy in bulk, so they can give you the same kind of pricing that the warehouse stores do, but you get custom design. Uh, their attention to detail, second to none, and everything comes with a lifetime warranty. It's an Art and Frame Warehouse, framekc.com. Blair, how about Rock Chalk Jayhawks going to play football in Missouri? What do you think about that idea? Yeah, they are. I think it's a great idea for uh, for Kansas. We're, I think they might, uh, with the success they had this past season, anticipation of a top 25 ranking going into this year, I think they might put more people in games at Arrowhead than then they could. If they get out of the gate strong, they're going to play the non-con at... uh, Two non-cons at Children's Mercy. Right. Right. At Lindenwood and UNLV. They have to go to Illinois, I think, in between those two. But you you start 3-0. They're playing UNLV after just playing them in a bowl game? Yeah. How about that? Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yep. Uh, Uh, But, yeah, but there'll, there'll be a lot, I think, a lot of excitement for that. Especially if you let the students in free, you make sure it's affordable uh, there. UNLV here. Yes. Because Syracuse plays at UNLV in football. I got a buddy who's like, yeah, we got to go. Do they play at Allegiant? Um, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah, it's Very it's, cool. it's just under, you know, sellout status uh, when they play there. But, yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. playing there. Um, because part of the deal with Allegiant, think about this, is that you cannot – play anything at the Copper Bowl. I can't remember what it is. It's like part of the, the deal to, to building the stadium and bringing the team there was nothing can be played at the old Copper I think it's uh, called, not the Copper uh, Bowl, Silver Bowl. Silver, Silver Bowl. Is that Sam, uh, Sam Boyd Sam, Stadium. Yeah, I covered a game there. Yeah, Sam Boyd Stadium. So it, but it's still up. It's Sam still Boyd. up, and it's, it's a usable facility, and they won't allow anything to be played there. I don't know if it's like... If the date is open at Allegiant, Allegiant, it has to be at Allegiant, or Allegiant has to say no or something. Oh, okay. okay. But like basically, no no event has happened at Sam Boyd since Allegiant's opened. I'll be darned. Yeah. Seems like high schools or something. Should Seems be like there. maybe somebody in the uh, Las Vegas government should have read the fine print. <laughs> oh, we can't do anything. Yeah. Hmm. We're busy getting a getting a baseball team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wait till you see that screwy contract <laughs> they they get done there. Um, but yeah, I but, yeah, I, but I'm a, I I think it'll be cool for for Kansas. I I wonder I I don't think that the I want we should ask Mark Donovan this next time I see him, but I don't think the Chiefs can request not playing at home on the same weekend, you know, cuz the, the field is Well, we have the schedule now. So the NFL can schedule around KU if they'd like. Well, um, right? Didn't they put the whole schedule out? Can you yeah. schedule this out? Yeah, the NFL scores doesn't come out. Until right. So, but I'm saying they May. know. Okay, these they, are the they, Saturdays if they wanted to tiptoe around it. I, I wonder if they would because it's we're looking at four dates. I, I wonder think it's if one date each month. I wonder if, uh, if there's the a team they had those for, dates six weeks ago. I want, and yeah. it just became public now. Could be. Yeah, it could be. You know. Yep. Yep. Um, but anyway, a lot of football going to be played at Arrowhead. You know, maybe you could build a stadium where you can roll the fields in and out, and maybe you could have a grass field for the Chiefs. That works. And so you well. have a turf field for like other events, and then you wouldn't have to worry about the field. You could. That's but I guess you can't talk. do that with a renovation. Mm. <laughs> a lot going on at Arrowhead uh, the next couple of years. Yeah, because after after not next, a Final Four. No, no, no. Not a bowl game. Not a Super. Bowl. Not a national championship college football playoff game. 
But none of those will be there. No, but a lineup. Not a concert in December, in probably November, December, January, or February. Can't because of the renovation. No, I'm just talking about beyond. Can't because of the weather. Right, right, right. Um, but a Lionel Messi soccer game coming in there. You know, World Cup action. You know where there had never been a Super Bowl? Vegas. Now there is because well, they built the stadium. Not yet, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, it's going to happen. What do you know about something next week that we don't? <laughs> yeah, is there a meteor we should be looking for? Uh, yeah, um, we, we, us a heads we'll, up. we'll talk. We'll, we'll, we should have a conversation about whether, conversation? whether okay. or not Kansas City should ever have a Super Bowl. If it's you have a big enough and ho- enough hotel rooms and enough. Well, how can it have enough hotel rooms for a World Cup? Well, because they're going to... Where they're going to have multiple nations coming, not two teams. Well, because the the region is going to be heavily involved, you know, all the way from, you know, Lawrence to, you know... And that St. wouldn't Joe. work at a Super Bowl. Well, I, yeah, I guess it would, but at Super Bowl, you want it to be centralized. This, I think for the World Cup, there's more of a sense of it spreading out across the region and having more people involved. So people are going to come and stay in Topeka and just enjoy Topeka. Well, they're going to they're going to have to because all the rooms in Kansas City will be gone, and as they would be for for Super Bowl. Or like there's this thing, Blair. I don't know if you've heard about it called Airbnb and VRBO, and local people. I've heard of those. Can put their houses up to be stayed in for nice prices, and the actual community could could reap a financial reward from what is the modern form of commerce and and travel. Accommodations. I think I think the world's a different place now when it comes to Super Bowl destinations. I think they're looking for destination towns, and Kansas City is not a destination town. It's a great town, great place to live. I, I, it's I, not a vacation or a destination. Place. I am New Orleans. I think is coming up for the in the rotation. Somebody's told you this. There's no way you can look at me as Blair Kirkhoff and tell me oh, we're good for a World Cup, <laughs> World Cup. <laughs> But for a national event, we're a no-go. You've got to be kidding me. Just my feeling about the, about the Super Bowl. I, I remember I remember when the Super Bowl was, was in Jacksonville. It was the Andy well, Reid, right? Yeah. The Andy Reid lost. Said it would never go back. It's just not big enough in scope for... And, and that's a town on the water and not going back to Jacksonville. Anyway, that's just how I... Save it for another show. I'll expand. <laughs> I'll definitely expand. That's what I do. You can leave, Blair. <laughs> dismissed? Yeah, you're dismissed. We'll talk next week. Blair Kirkhoff, he's the best. He's wrong! <laughs> All right, what was the first pair of brothers to have both played in a Super Bowl? Brought to you by Joe's Kansas City Barbecue.